Anastasia is the next gen director at This Is Life Church in Vancouver, so far away, overseeing the youth and kids ministry. So that's pretty cool. So she works with youth guys, which is awesome. She has just moved to Canada six months ago from South Africa and has always been passionately in love with Jesus and the younger generation. So that's you guys. She has a heart for you guys. Anastasia is artistic and creative, always overflowing with joy and passionately striving to see the younger generation come alive and truly fall in love with the light of the world, Jesus. So can you guys give a big round of applause for Anastasia? Hello? Oh, there it is. Hi, how awesome is this, hey? How cool is this room? This is so, I'm so excited to be here. Okay, okay. I am so excited to be here. This is such a privilege to be with you guys here. What an amazing room. What a beautiful conference. How awesome is it to be in a room full of young girls just as yourself who are following Christ, hey? How awesome. Do you know that not many people have this opportunity that you have right now? Do you know that there's something special about corporate worship and corporate people coming together? A bunch of girls coming together for Christ because they're hungry. So today I'm going to be having a message and it's going to be Jesus, our light. I don't know if it's up there, but that's okay. So this is just a message which I want us all to open up our hearts to it for those that have been in the church their whole life, for those that barely been in the church. This is a very short message, so be with me. I know we've been sitting through messages all day and all day yesterday. This is like very short. Be with me with your intention span. Okay, so I want us all to just open up our hearts because if you come in here saying, no, I love Jesus, I've got it. I want to tell you, you need to check your heart because there's more. If you think you've reached your limit and you're good, I'm here to tell you, you need to check your heart again because Jesus fasted and prayed. Jesus went for more. Jesus says, there's so much more of me for you to learn, for you to gain. So we're going to be going into this. I just want us to quickly pray. Thank you, Father, that you're here with us. Thank you that you just guide this message, that you're here, that your precious, precious spirit will be in this room, that you will touch these girls' hearts, that whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do in this room today, let it be your will, your heart portrayed. Amen. Amen. I'm so excited to be here. I really, really am. Okay, cool. Let me just get my notes out. Okay. So today I'm going to start off with John 1. Verse 1 to 9. I am the light of the world, and those who embrace me will experience life, giving light, and will never walk in darkness. So the main thing that we're going to be doing today is Jesus is light. And we come into that embracing him. So how do we get this light? What is this light that we're talking about? You know, it feels like it's so beyond. Yeah, like I feel the joy. I feel that. What is this? So we get this when we embrace Jesus. So Jesus isn't just light. He created light. He's above light. He's greater than light. He's greater than everything else. So I'm going to be going into a psalm. And I just want us to read over it. 
So, go ahead and let everyone know it. Tell the world how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness. Let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always loving and kind and his faithful love never ends. And, has, and he has gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. So today I'm going to take you on a journey. And I'm going to paint a picture that's in the Bible. And that's of Jesus calling out to you. That's of Jesus being like, come. And I might get emotional. I'm an emotional person. We're going to walk with me in this journey, okay? So pray for me. Okay, so I'm going to go into Song of Songs. So we just read these beautiful scriptures about Jesus is the light. He wants to embrace us. He's better than anything else. And this is a journey that I'm going to invite you in. Come and see what the hype is about. And if you haven't seen, or you've heard, or you feel like you've seen, I'm here to tell you, come and taste more. Come and see more. Come and join me on this journey. So I'm going to go into Song of Songs, chapter 5. And it's about this woman. And I'm not going to put the thing up there. You can go read it. Um, Because I just want to paint this picture. I want to be real with you guys. I want to go along the journey with you. So there's this woman. And the people despise her. She, they see her as a prostitute. They shame her. She, when she looks in the mirror, she sees insecurity, what she's not doing right. How She just can't look in the mirror and see beauty. She can't see goodness. How often do we look in the mirror and we're like, oh, I wish I was better. I wish I was like Stacy. I wish I was smarter. I wish I could do better. I wish that I wasn't like this. I wish I didn't look like this. I wish that people would accept me. I wish that I wouldn't always do something wrong with my mom or dad. I wish that I could be enough. Hey? Well, she felt that. And she felt like she was undeserving of everything. And then there was this man. And this is a picture of us and Jesus. And then there's this man, this high-esteemed king of shepherds. And he comes and he's like, come away with me. You're beautiful. And this is all in the Bible. This is word by word. This is what he says to her. Come away with me. And he's saying this to you now. He said that to you when you were five years old. He's saying to you today. He's saying it to you when you're 20, when you're 30, when you're 50, when you're 60. You are my desire. You are beautiful. I need you. I want to give you everything. So she goes and she sees this man. And she's like, no, but you can't. I'm too ugly. I'm too ashamed. I've done too many wrong things. I've got all these things. And I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to react to this. And he says, just open up your heart. Come to me. You're just just everything you are, not anything added. Just who you are, specifically, individually, you by name. So she goes on this journey and she falls in love with him. Similar to how we accept Christ. We're like, we go, we find this joy, and we're like pumped. We're in the mosh pit. We're, we're pumping it out in worship. We're excited. We're loving God. You know, we're searching. And then, then there's a time where we're like coming to youth, going to church, doing the mosh pit, enjoying life. And this is it. This is the Christian life. And it's a cycle. 
Or maybe you haven't been in the Christian life and your life's a cycle of waking up, going to school, meeting friends, this, that, that, you know? So she got into the cycle of cool, you know, I'm living my life, you're great, but I got my life, you know? But I've got enough of you, you know, I'm happy, I'm content. And one night he comes to knock on her door and he's, hello, I'm here. Answer, I want to be with you. Come, I've got more for you. Come and have more of what I have for you. Because when he gives us his light, we're free. And if you haven't felt that freedom, true, true freedom, there's more. And you need that more. But what she did is she sat in her bed. I've got you. I'm safe. Got the pocket. Got you in the pocket. I'm good, you know. You know, I'm good. And he's like, so do you know, he sticks out his hand, this image of Jesus sticking his hand through the door and he's showing her his hand and he's like, open up, open up. And he's stretching out his hand with the hole in his hand. And he's like, look at what I've done for you. I've died on the cross. I've nailed myself for you because I want to be with you. I want to set you free. I want to love you. I want you to love me, love me. And he's like, I can do miracles. I can do anything in your life. But she's like, oh, you know, I just bathed. I'm a, you know, I've got so much. And he walks away. And she gets up. And she's like, the, where is he? Because darkness came. That little light, you know, it left. And you know that little light, you know, in our lives, it can be like, you know, when you're in your room and your light's shining and what... And then it kind of dims, like you just have your lamp or just you're sitting on your phone. And your eyes adjust to that little bit of light in your room. And you're like, it's strained, but you can see. And now you're getting normal. Now you can see your phone properly, you know. It's okay. So you think that's normal. Now that becomes your reality. Your eyes on your screen, on your phone, in the dark. Yeah, this is normal. I can live like this. You were not made to live like that. Your eyes are not meant to be strained. That is not true light. That is not true freedom. You, and, you know? So that is what Jesus is. We need to have full light. And she had just that bit of light. And she got normalized. She's like, cool, this is normal. I've got just enough light. I can, I can strain myself and I can live. And then he left. And then darkness came. And she realized what she had done. So she runs out. And she's like, where is my lover? She goes to all the city. She's like, have you seen this man? I need him. I need him. And what happens in this journey to find him again, her veil was torn. And that shows like she was ashamed. She was beaten. She was like gone through all these things. So she went out everywhere for him. And these women on the sideline were like, what's so special about him? You know, why are you doing all these weird things? Like, Come on, stop being weird. You know, sometimes stepping out for God, searching can look different. It can look weird, but guess what? They see that. They see you come out of that, and they're like, there's something. Because God shows up. So she's like, she tells them, my lover is above thousands. He's so beautiful. I need him. I can't do this without him. Can you imagine being at that level where you're like, I can't live without him. I'll rather be shamed, 
beaten, taken away every, my dreams, my values, my everything. I need Jesus because I've tasted something and I need more. So she goes and she finally finds him and he embraces her and they get married. And it's this beautiful, beautiful picture of us and Jesus. And I'm coming to the end of my thing. But we need to believe that that is Jesus knocking on your door. And he's saying, open up, you know, open up to me. Here's my hand. Come to me. Don't go home tonight and think everything's fine. When he's constantly, every hour and every minute of every day, is he knocking on the door of your heart saying, love me. Let me love you. And if you're thinking, you know what, my life is great, I'm good, your eyes are strained. Because if you're not wanting more and more light in your life for freedom, your eyes are strained. You're normalizing it. And life's going to get so hard that darkness is going to come. And you were never created for your eyes to be strained. Because Jesus is the light. You are meant to love him and be loved by him. So... We need to believe that he's at our door. And we're going to go into a time of ministry now where we're going to open up and make room for Jesus in our heart, for that light. Because we can hold things. We can take up room in our heart, whether it's a boy, our parents, unforgiveness, you know. We're like, I'll keep this. This is my security. This makes me feel safe. I've got these friends, and if I act this way, I'm safe. And you close up that room to Jesus because you feel safer. But that safety is exactly the darkness that hides you. So we're going to go into a time where we're going to find a place on the floor. And you guys are going to find a place anywhere in this room. And you're going to get on your knees. And we're all going to sit in that position. And there's notebooks, I think, also in that one. The leaders can maybe grab a notebook and help you guys out and hand out notebooks if you guys need notebooks and pens. And if you want to write something to Jesus, like, I give you this in my life. I need more light. Jesus, I want to hunger. If you don't hunger for Jesus, Jesus, I need a hunger for you. I can't be this person. You're coming back for your bride, a lover. I want to be that lover. I want to be free. So we're going to find a place on the floor. You guys are going to step away from your friends. Because this is a moment between you and Jesus. And you're going to write down something in your journal. Or even if you don't want it and you just want to pray, that's what we're going to do. And while you find your place and sit down, I'm going to read a verse from the Song of Songs. And this is what he's saying to his bride when he's begging her to open up the door. Um, And then we're going to go into a time of worship with just one song. And while we're there sitting down, We can just let this song wash over you. Okay, cool. So you guys can find a spot in the room. Go find a little nook and cranny. Go and find a nice little spot for yourself away from everyone. I know for me personally, if I can find the darkest little corner in the room, that is where I would be. But that's just me and my introverted self. So you guys get up, find a spot. I'll wait for you guys. And then I have something to read over you. Okay, everyone silent, everyone quiet. 
opening your hearts. Okay. So I'm just want to read this quick thing over you guys. And this is the scripture where the bridegroom king, the shepherd king, is knocking on her door, begging her to open up. And this is what he's saying to you. And I want you to close your eyes, not care about anything in this room, and just know that this is you and God. And it's going to be a right, so this is him speaking. And remember, this is to you. Arise, my love. Open your heart, my darling, deeper still to me. Will you receive me this dark night? There is no one else but you, my friend, my equal. I need you this night to arise and come be with me. You are my pure, loving dove, a perfect partner for me. My flawless one, will you arise? For my heaviness and tears are more than I can bear. I have spent myself for you throughout the dark night. And whether you feel shamed, whether you feel like that girl in the beginning, know that he's saying, you're flawless. Come to me. So we're going to, this is just like a small time with you and him. And we're going to play a song over you guys. And it's just a short song. And then we've got fun stuff in store. But this is, a such, this is why you come. Because you want to leave changed. You want to leave saying, Jesus is my everything. Awesome.